1: Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast as we continue our Road to Moscow series. We will be previewing today Portugal, the European champions who won their first major trophy just two summers ago in France, beating the French national team 1-0 in extra time in the final. Cristiano Ronaldo did not play in that final for a majority when he got injured around half an hour, uh, half an hour through the first half. But he is back with this Portuguese national team, the Seleção, as they are called, and they are trying to win their first-ever World Cup. They will open up the tournament on the second day, on June the 15th, and maybe the best group game in all the tournament. They're going to be playing at the Olympic Stadium in Sochi, taking on Spain in an Iberian derby. Of course, Spain and Portugal have combined for the last three European championships. Portugal will then face Morocco and Moscow on June the 20th, and then Iran on June the 25th. I am Ori Benatar, and I am joined by the site expert of the top flight, Ashley Anthony. Ashley, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, Ori, how are
1: you doing? I'm great, thanks. Yeah, I'm awesome too. So, talking a little bit about Portugal today, uh, definitely looked at as a dark horse team, like we saw in the European Championships. They made history winning it all two summers ago, but the biggest thing was the fact that they finished third in their group. So, Ashley, do you think with this group, with Spain, Morocco, and Iran, that Portugal could you know mess up a little bit again and potentially finish third in their group and not make it to the round 16, or are they going to comfortably just advance through to the knockout phase uh
2: considering Spain is the only real competition or tough competition in that group um I don't think so they have a very well balanced squad this time um with a lot of veterans in in, and as well as youngsters um all around um going talking just a group and how good a a chance they stand um I would say they second best in the group uh, considering squad and Spain having the much better squad on paper um They were lucky to go through on Euro. They can't be considered the dark horse anymore because of winning Euro 2016. Um, Yeah, and being led by arguably the best player in the world, they have
1: to stand a great chance of going through all the way to the final, I would say. Right, and Portugal, uh, okay, I mean, that's an interesting point you bring up that uh, maybe... Considered to be a dark horse, but might not have the best chances of winning since they had a tough time in the group stage in the European Championships. But uh, Portugal qualified with ease. They pretty much only lost, I think, one game in qualification. They did really, really well. And then in the European Championships, also played well in the knockout stage. Defensive, I mean, you have Cristiano Ronaldo on this team. 81 goals and 149 caps for the Portuguese captain, 33 now. But this team is built on defense under manager Fernando Santos. Pepe and Jose Font, the center backs. You've got Rafael Guerrero and uh, the likes of Cedric playing uh, wingback. Ricardo Pereira, who was just signed by Leicester City, also in the squad. And then in midfield, you've got some good defensive midfielders. William Carvalho, who could be signed by Everton. Marco Silva looking to sign him to join the Toffees. And then Yao Mutinho, who's a very skilled defensive midfielder. So, can that can this uh, aging defense? I mean, you got Pepe at 35 and Font at 34. Can this aging defense keep up what they did in Euro and defend their way to far in the tournament? That's that's a very good question. Um, Pepe hasn't played at the highest
2: level now recently, so you you would be considered as um, the biggest veteran um, above Ronaldo, seen. The back line alone, they have, between the three of them, between Fonte, um, Bruno Alves and Pepe, they have over 200 caps for Portugal. So that stands very good, all that experience going into the tournament. As we know, Portugal is a tournament team. They normally make it quite far and do quite well, um, although we always consider them as the dark horse. Um, gone are the days of the Pauletas, the, um, Luis Figo, Figos, the attacking threats but they have that one attacker that can change a game in under a second, which is Cristiano Ronaldo. So defensively, they're very sound. Um, Fonte had a bad season. He's been on a downhill spiral ever since he left Southampton. Um, Going into the end of the season, nearing the end of the season, Ronaldo picked up his form and this could work well in favour of Portugal. Yeah, everybody knows that players like him, Pepe, they win by any means necessary. <laughs> Though Pepe can be the dirtiest player, they win by Woko crook. So I think they stand a very good chance of um, qualifying. Whether they win or lose, or come second or first, sorry, um, doesn't matter really, considering their next um, the round of 16. The round of 16 um, match is the winner of Group A, or the loser of Group A, which is Quite easy, considering other competition, in other um, knockout stages. So, they stand a very good chance with their run and other games fall for them. Playing Spain first will really separate who's going to go on top and who's going to be second. I think their team stands a very, very good chance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Portugal, you look at their road to the quarterfinals, it's a little bit, it's pretty simple. I mean, group stage should be comfortable. I mean, I could see that Portugal-Iran game as uh, something we saw in the last World Cup when Argentina played Iran. Iran's going to defend them really well, and then one chance Ronaldo gets could capitalize, like what Messi did against Iran in Brazil. But you look at the opponents that Portugal could face in the quarter in the round of 16— Uruguay, Ronaldo v. Suarez, and uh, Egypt, Ronaldo v. Salah. And we actually maybe hopefully get Ronaldo v. Salah in full like uh, we were unfortunately stripped of when Salah got injured in the Champions League final. But it's interesting you mentioned, you know, those Portugal teams of past, you know, no more Pauleta, no more Luis Figo. But there is some young uh, developing talent on this team. You know, Manchester City's Bernardo Silva, 23 years old, uh, turning into more of a star Got some decent game time with Manchester City, was more of a role player there. But then you also have Andre Silva, one of the top scorers in UEFA qualifying, just 22, playing for AC Milan. He scored 12 goals in his 21 caps. He played pretty well at the Confederations Cup last summer. And then you have some veteran attackers also in Ricardo Quaresma and uh, Adrian Silva, 29, playing for Leicester City. So do you think any of those guys can have a can be big X factors in this tournament? Um
2: One, Ricardo Carisma, Cosime and Ronaldo, they both played a a massive role in pushing Portugal all the way through there in Euros. Um, Bernardo Silva, definitely coming from Pep's winning mentality and way of playing, I think he's picked up a lot since leaving Monaco. So that three alone gives a sound attack Um, with João, Mario at the back of them. They seem pretty sound in the midfield. The midfield is packed with good players. The only shock I would say from the squad that would have been maybe game-changers that could have gone with, I would say is Ruben Neves and um, Sancillo. The two of them left out. Ah, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And Nane as well. Um, That is game-changers that you would normally bring off the bench. So the young players with little to no caps could be a a major wild card played by the manager Fernando Santos. Um, But the first 11... And the strikers that they have, as mentioned by you, are they the go-to guys they are good enough to see Portugal through the group stages, definitely.
1: Yeah, some of the players left off of the Portugal squad. Um, Nani, as you mentioned. Adair, who scored the winning goal at the European Championships. He plays for Lokomotiv Moscow, which is, of course, a Russian club. And then also Renato Sanchez left off the team, the 20-year-old for Swansea City, who's had a rough uh, season this past year, 17-18. So, but let's say Portugal somehow pull the rabbit out of the hat again and see themselves into the their first ever World Cup final. Last time Portugal were in the World Cup, they didn't even get out of the group stage, lost 4-0 to Germany, rescued a draw against the United States very late, still bitter about that one, and then had a meaningless three points against Ghana in the last game. Uh, Portugal, last time they got pretty far in the World Cup was in 2006 when they got all the way to the semifinals, and they would eventually uh, get fourth place, losing to Germany in the third place match. But let's say Portugal do get the luck. Let's say they do actually win the World Cup. What does that mean for Cristiano Ronaldo's legacy? Does that put him above Pelé and Maradona, or he still has more work to do? Because if he wins a World Cup, he's got every trophy he needs in his cabinet, including also being the only player in history to have five Champions Leagues now.
2: Yeah, this this is a really big debate Yeah. Um... For Ronaldo and Messi, we both know that this is the one trophy that's been eluding. Um, if he was to take it, I think it would have put him above Maradona, um, Pele and all of them. Um, the times, there's more players now, world-class players, the competition stuffer, um, to go into a World Cup as your best player, but on a, in a team that really has more than... 22 men. I would say that's world class. It's rated as the best in the world. He does a great job for his country. Um, when he plays for Real Madrid, he's always surrounded by stars. Then you would, you would always think back and say, ah, he made it that well because he had supply, he had everything in Real Madrid. But now, for the fact that he's playing with Portugal and he is the go-to guy, the mainstream for them, that would make him the ultimate player because we know Argentina is full the attackers. The attacking lineup goes from. <coughs> All the way up to the bench. So for Ronaldo, it would make him far better than the rest of the best in the world. Let's put it that way. If he was to win this final,
1: yeah, I think I think if Portugal were able to somehow win this tournament, which I I personally don't think they will, I think it would put Cristiano Ronaldo over the hump. I mean, to have someone who leads a team like this, it's compare. I think it's comparable to LeBron James trying to win the NBA Finals this year with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and that. LeBron is the best player on the team by far. He doesn't really have much help. Kevin Love may be the second best player, but he's been, you know, here or there. Whereas, you know, with Cristiano Ronaldo helping Portugal win the European Championships, you know, he helped, but it wasn't all him. He didn't carry them completely to the title. It was mainly Rui Patricio had a great tournament in in goal, and also that defense was tremendous too. But if Cristiano Ronaldo could take this team to win a World Cup, You know, it sparks goat debates. It sparks whether or not he is the greatest of all time. Not just the way he plays, but the trophy cabinet, too, to prove it. Five Champions Leagues, a European Championship, and a World Cup. I think that would put him over the edge. I still think Pelé is the greatest international player of all time, though.
2: Yeah, considering all his international accolades, I would say that, too. But Ronaldo played in a time where there was more tournaments, more trophies to come about. So in this era, in this golden era of, let's say, being able to enjoy the football of Messi, both Messi
1: and Ronaldo, I would say Ronaldo is leading the pack. I would agree with that too. I've always been a Ronaldo over Messi guy. Messi's still great though, but has not won a national trophy with his country. All right, so let's move on to the final portion of our show. So we predict the maximum number of points the team can get in the group. Ashley, what's the maximum number of points you think Portugal can get? Can they win all three games or do they probably lose to Spain?
2: I think they will probably lose to Spain. Because Spain, also another team that plays very well at tournaments, um, Portugal won't be too worried about ending first or second. So I would say they would win two games, the two of the three, and end second in the group.
1: Yeah, I would say Portugal could probably get six or seven points in this group, maybe rescue draw against.
2: Seven points, yeah. yeah, I
1: think. The first game then
2: adds off to them because then they can go on and just. Beat um, Spain by a goal because I don't see any of the other two teams giving the the two of
1: them any competition. Yeah, I agree. I think the Iran game will be a little bit difficult for Portugal, but I think they should probably win. And I think the Morocco game will also be a victory. But remember, Portugal and Spain, their first World Cup game, um, returning to the tournament after both of them. Remember, both Spain and Portugal did not get out of the group stage in Brazil. Of course, Spain opened up that tournament, losing to the Netherlands five one, and then did not make it out of the group. But now the question is: Is how far can Portugal go? What's the 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 highest point Portugal can get in this World Cup? Can they make the final? Do they have a legitimate chance to win it, or quarterfinals at best?
2: I would say semifinals at best.
1: Okay, uh, so I mean, probably going to be. You think they're definitely going to win their round of sixteen game, whether they play Uruguay or Egypt? Yes, I do. Um, Uruguay, Egypt, or Nigeria. Who's the other one in Group A? It would probably be Russia. I mean, Saudi Arabia wouldn't get out of the group. Um, Russia
2: um, normally gets out of the, the group stages, or most of the time. So the, that group is, I can say, uh, much harder to determine than Group B. Um, but Portugal will beat whoever comes up against them afterwards. If it is um, Salah
1: coming up against Renault, no, that's another taste. Treat. Right, and then you run into the potential situation. Let's say Portugal does finish as the runner-ups in Group B. You're looking at facing probably France in the next round. Or if Argentina continued to have poor results in the group stage like they did in qualification, you could have a France v. Argentina round of 16 match, and then Portugal's got themselves a really tough quarterfinal matchup. If they face France or Argentina, which team would they have a better chance of beating?
2: I would say against Argentina because Argentina's defense isn't that sound.
1: Yeah, I want. France. France has the complete 11. They even have a 22 man squad. They can change their old first 11, put on the next 11, and still win this old tournament. Yeah, France being one of the biggest favorites to win this World Cup. And then, let's say, Portugal did make it to the semifinals. You're looking at probably the likes of uh, Brazil or Belgium to face in the semifinals. So the road for Portugal is difficult, but how much would you want to see that quarterfinal? Portugal against Argentina, Messi versus Ronaldo finally in the World Cup. That would be amazing.
0: Oh, that would be the
2: one, eh? I think it would be ring to go that way.
1: Right. <laughs> so that is our Portugal preview. Ashley, thanks for joining us, man. Always appreciate it. Uh thanks, Ori. It's been great. All right, so that is our Portugal teams in the World Cup for Russia twenty eighteen. Right, we're just days away from the World Cup getting underway. It is finally June at the time of recording this. We are in the month of the 2018 World Cup. The Seleçao will open against their Iberian rival Spain in Sochi on June the 15th, which is day two of the tournament. That is our Portugal preview. Thank you for listening as we continue our road to Moscow here on the Top Flight Podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working,